Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of These Views from the Hilltop, where I put the V in POV, coming at you straight from the voice office at Georgetown University in Washington, D.C. I am your host, Veronica Rose Williams. Well, 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 y'all, it has been a minute. Today is... February 5th, 2020, first and foremost, Happy New Year, Um, Happy New Year, but more importantly, Happy Black History Month, y'all. I'll get more into this one another time, but black people, we truly are kings and queens. Love y'all. We run this, and that's on menstruation. So, I recorded the first episode of these views right before Thanksgiving break. Actually, remember the day, it was November 25th, 2019. And boy, how things have changed. How things have gotten messy. But before we get started, let me tell y'all what this episode is going to be about. In this episode, I'll go over how my Tinder date went before Thanksgiving break. And then I'll go to my overall thoughts on Tinder and dating apps today as well as a rundown slash psychoanalysis of my love life so far. But also, if I sound any type of like delusional during today's episode, I mean, don't be surprised because yesterday, when I tell you I was in Lao, I was in Lowinger Library until 7.10 in the morning. I pulled up to Lao at like 10, 10.30, I left at 7.10. I was in there for straight up nine hours, and I wasn't even, like, procrastinating or anything. Like, it literally just took me that long to get all my work done. So, running on, like, three hours of sleep, but done that before. We're grinding. College life. It is, it is what it is. So, yeah. Sorry if I sound any type of way. So, um... The day after, well, like going to the Tinder date. So as you all know, the day after I recorded my first podcast, which was, well, so the day after, it was November 26, 2019, I went on my first Tinder date. So the boy is from our neighboring school called the George Washington University, or GW, which is easier to say. And he is also a freshman, yet is 20 years old. I don't feel like getting into the details of why that is, so I'm just not going to get into it. But just know he's like two years older than I am. So, as I said, this date occurs uh, the day before I leave for Thanksgiving break. So, I mean, kind of weird that I went on a date on a Tuesday, but it happens, I guess. Club going up on a Tuesday, Tinder date going down on a Tuesday. Sure. So, just so I don't get sued for defamation... (laughs) I'm not going to say any names, even though I'm like 99.9% sure he'll never listen to this. But we'll, <laughs> we're going to refer to this boy as Skeeter. Skeeter. <laughs> oh my gosh. I play too much. Anywho, uh, yeah, Skeeter comes to Georgetown and we first meet in the Healy Family Student Center, or as I like to call it, He Fam Stucent, which. One of my Wiley leaders, Tassin, shout out to Tassin, showed me the ways. He fam stu sent. HFSC is too basic. It's he fam stu sent. So I pull up to HFSC. You know, I'm feeling a little queasy because I'm like, oh, first date. Like, 
kind of nervous, you know, but I pull up. I mean, he's a little shorter than expected. He looked taller in his pictures. I mean, I guess it's fine. I mean, I like tall guys. <laughs> I like tall men. He's like, he was like two inches taller than I am. Like, yeah, seems like a nice kid. Very cute. Though I don't even know what the plan was. Like, I was like, the plan, like, we were like gonna chill. Like, I give him kind of, not gonna lie, it was kind of like a half-assed tour of campus. And thinking back on it, <laughs> somebody from Blue and Gray was probably watching that. And they're like, she could not be a tour guide. Explains my recent rejection from the Blue and Gray Tour Guide Society. Oops. Anywho, besides that, I feel as though, like, when we were, like, talking and walking around campus, conversation flowed, I would say it, like, went pretty easily. I feel like I was, like, the main one who was leading the conversation. Um, I guess in those types of situations, I become more extrovert. So, you know, I was doing my thing. I was the one making jokes. He was laughing. I was like, okay, Veronica, pull up. I was like, queasiness, gone. I feel like that like might have also been a thing because he seemed kind of nervous too. He just seemed not dorky. His voice is like kind of dorky. It was not the voice I expected. I was like, oh, 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 sure. If that's what we're going for, sure. After I show him around campus, we like just watched some of The Office together. Great show to watch. Chuckles were had. And then we went to Royal Jacket to get something to eat afterwards. Talk there. Bruh, when I tell you this man, I forget what we were talking about. We were talking about, um, I don't even know, we were talking about fries, like fries from Five Guys. And he was like, what's that what's that seasoning that they put on those fries he said it's like a come like i'm I just I don't, I don't know he's like is it that keanu seasoning keanu i think <laughs> the way my mind jumped to keanu reeves like Imagine just little Keanu Reeves seasoning all up on your fries. He meant to say cayenne pepper. I'm sorry I had to bring that up, but Skeeter messed up big time. Skeeter messed up. The way I clowned him for that and the way I'm about to clown him throughout the rest of this episode because this, whoo, child, this man. Oh, my gosh. Who would have thought? Oh, man. So... Overall, at the end of the day, end of the day, I thought it was it went pretty well. I had a good time. Later in the night, he ends up asking me for my number. You know, great time. I'm like, okay, Veronica, like, you do your thing, like you pop off, and it's cute because like over Thanksgiving break, he like wishes me a happy Thanksgiving, but like, <laughs> I don't think I'm not a picky person, but when he when he like wrote, ha when he texted me happy Thanksgiving, it was like happy, he said T-H-X giving. Red flag number one, clown alert number one. Thanks giving, like who? Like I get if you're just saying thanks, like you're sending that in a text, but T-H-X and Thanksgiving, too much. So, you know, 
I guess from that, a little conversation starts um, ensuing, basic small talk. But instead of replying quickly like he used to do, like on Tinder, he's starting to take his time, be more leisurely with it, and starts coming up with excuses like, oh, just woke up from the food coma for from all that great food I had Thanksgiving, like using that as, as an excuse to reply like two days later to a simple question. I'm like, okay, sir. I'm, I was like, okay, you know what? It's break. I'm gonna let it slide. I'm still having a good time. Like, you know, once again, we're gonna let it slide. But then I say something and you know what I hear? Crickets. And this text was sent over Thanksgiving break and I get a reply. This is like, I think it's like the Thursday or Friday I get back from um, Thanksgiving break. He was like, oops, sorry, message never sent. I'm like, it's fine. Like I just took my time replying to that one because like if you're going to take your time, I could take my time too. Two could play at that game, sir. Two can play at that game. Who? So, once again, like, we're back from Thanksgiving break for a bit, and um, I get another text from him. Like, and this is, what is it? This is like a, a first slash second week of, I think, yeah, first week of December. He's like, hey, like, you want to hang out again? And, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm like annoyed because of the whole message, messaging situation, right? So I'm like, do I want to hang out with this dude? But then I sit on it. I sit on it. And I'm like, you know what? I had a good time first time. So it's like, let me just put this behind this little, his terrible communication skills behind clown behavior on my part. Y'all, I recognize it. I look in the mirror, I see a clown. It's okay. I know this and we are working on it. So I'm like, yeah, like let's hang out. And this dude, who child? Oh my gosh. So I remember he texted me this on a Sunday that he wanted to hang out. I texted him back on Monday cause like he texted late at night. Your girl was tired. I had a Chinese oral exam the next day. I needed to go to sleep and then once again, what do I hear the next day? What do I hear on Monday? Nothing. Tuesday, nothing. How about Wednesday? Nothing. Thursday, well, I hear nothing. And Friday, by this time, I'm just angry. I'm just thinking, how are you gonna send me a message saying that you wanna hang out? And then when I text you back, Skeeter's over here just gonna be like, no, like just not respond. Like that's mixed signals. It's like, do you want to hang out or not? It's, it's as simple as that. Like your first text message is saying one thing, but your lack of response is saying another. So I need some type of closure. I'm just like, I'm gonna, so what I, <laughs> what my, what I do, I emphasize the message, send them a three quick question marks because I'm not gonna be over here. Well, I'm, I'm saying I'm not gonna be over here waiting, but did, did my ass wait from like Monday to Friday to get a reply before I emphasize the message yes. So once again, sorry, clown behavior on my part. I recognize it now. I can see clearly now the rain is gone, yes. Second time we hang out, I mean, I feel like 
more clown behavior is starting to pop up from Skeeter. Skeeter just, all right, Skeeter said a thing. We're just vibing, right? And we're talking about, so he knows that I take Chinese, as everybody knows I take Chinese, it consumes every part of my life. He says, so he's from uh, Taiwan, he's an international student, and but he's lived in America for a bit, like at least five years. And he says, I really don't know how this was prompted. He was like, you know, there is a word for black people who speak Chinese in Taiwan. And I feel like he felt me like tense up. And he was like, oh, but it's not, it's not offensive. But then he doesn't go on to say what the word is. I was kind of just, I didn't know what to say. I was like, why was this brought up? Like, why did, that's kind of weird. And like, in my mind, I'm also thinking, you know, there's a special word for black people here in America too, to be honest. So I don't know. While he was in like my presence, I was like, okay, fine, let that slide. From that whole thing of like me not getting lots of like answers back and like his text message game being horrendous, like I've like just decided like from that point, I was like, I'm not texting him for anything because if he can't even continue a conversation that he started, he's not gonna continue a conversation that I'm gonna start with him. Flake. Um, so, you know, I go on winter break, I take, finish all my finals, go on winter break, live in my best life, um, get back to campus. GW gets back a little after we do because Georgetown, we come back early, 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 early. So he's like, how have you been? Like, what's been going on with you? And at this point, I'm deciding, should I text this man back? I'm polite. I'm a polite gal. I respond to messages that people send to me. So I'm like, hey, you know, I'm doing fine. How are you? He's like, I'm like, great school though, sad face. And I'm like, yeah, already drowning in work. End of conversation, no reply for him. And like after a week or two, I decide that my capacity for clowns in life is already at its maximum just with me. So I can't have this clown behavior continuing so I just I'm like I, I'm not gonna see this dude again I come to that conclusion and but then I need to get something off my chest I need to find out what that damn word is what what is the word for black people who speak Chinese in Taiwan and if it's not offensive why aren't we saying it with our chest Skeeter <laughs> so I send him a message I think this is uh, this past Friday, I'm like, hey, like, random question. Last time we hung out, you said this. What is the word? I'm just really curious. I don't think it was a sassy message. It's straight up. He said it. I'm not making, I'm not making this up. Like, how can one make up that off the dome, to be honest? How could one do so? So um, here's where the plot thickens, y'all here is where the plot thickens so a lot of my friends know that like you know he said this to me and they're like oh like that's kind of off-putting so I like put this on like my private story on snapchat I'm like hey guys like I need answers I'm gonna like try to find out what this is like so my game plan is like I'm gonna find out this word and I'm just gonna be gone I'm like okay thanks see you never so I post this on my story and then one of my friends um, who uh, 
Well, she didn't know about Skeeter that I went out on a date with Skeeter, but she swipes up on my story when she sees me like asking this question. She's like Veronica, like in all caps. She said, is this Skeeter insert last name? And the way I was caught off guard, I was like, yes, it is, it is. I was like, why? I'm scared. And then she goes on to say that she went out on a date with Skeeter like last week, like the whatever. So this is like two weeks ago. And I was just like, the world, the way the world works sometimes is truly, it really, the world never ceases to amaze me. And Skeeter never ceases to freaking amaze me. It's so funny that he went out with two girls at Georgetown who live right across from each other. You know what? I, I've been digging into this dude throughout the whole podcast, but I, I will give him one thing. He does have great taste because we're both, I'm just going to say it, sorry to the parentals. I'm sorry for cussing. I'm just going to say it. We're both bad bitches and that's on period. On this date that my next door or cross door neighbor has with him, you know what Skeeter says? Skeeter says, well, instead of calling, um, instead of saying people of color, which is the correct term to use, he referred to people of color as colored people. Yes, colored people. Like we're back in the 1950s, 60s, and you see the, the white water fountain and the colored's water fountain. Like, sir, that is just not, that's not it. So I'm like, okay, this is not an isolated incident. Overall, oh yeah, update, still have not gotten a message on what that word is. I don't know what this dude's trying to do, but I deleted um, his number, unmatched with him on Tinder, unfollowed him on Instagram, and made him unfollow, and like I removed him from my follower list on Instagram because I was like, I do not need this energy of like confusion because how are you going to text me coming back from winter break? How you been? How, what's this? What's it like? Whatever. And then just like go ghost. That's weird because once again, your text messages are saying one thing, but your actions are saying a completely different thing. So you know what I'm going to do? As a future uh, psychology major, as I do, I've been psychoanalyzing myself a lot recently. And you know what? I'm just going to do a quick segment called the Skeeter Psychoanalysis. I feel like Skeeter, he doesn't really know. He doesn't know who he is. I'm just going to say it. He's two different people. It's like you have like the cute facade, almost like cute, cuddly, like, oh, I'm friendly, I'm cool, I'm this, but then it's like a switch turns out, it's like, oh, now I'm Mr. Man, I'm the whatever, put the moves on you type thing. And it's like, this does not add up. I feel like he's trying to play a role to combat that outwardly look of cuteness and to get that like masculine energy. Oh, I was gonna say something, should I say it? He's probably not going to watch this, and that's probably why. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Oh, okay. That's probably why he's in 
ROT. No, there's nothing against ROTC people. Y'all are great. But, like, just like he could get that, like, bulky, yeah, I'm out here type vibe. But, um, yeah, also, my next-door neighbor also got the vibe. She, like, we talked yesterday for an hour. Love her, by the way. And, like, we were just saying, he overall probably just a weird dude like I'm a weird gal like I once I said I said it in my first episode I'm I'm a weird person and I stand by it but he's weird weird it's not that good weird I feel like I'm a good weird he's a bad weird like dork dweeb type stuff geek not a geek but like dweeb so um Overall, Skeeter needs to put some respect on me as a person, but then again, he needs to put respect on me, but don't contact me ever again unless he tells me what that word is. Um, yeah, who starts a conversation just to not be engaged? Skeeter and other clowns in the area. And so that's the end of that. So <laughs> there was this other dude. <sighs> We're going to call him z <laughs> And he's from, he's also 20 years old. He's from the Marine Corps, and I was talking to him for a bit. Like, I've been talking to him since, like, October. We stopped talking for a bit, then we started talking again. And we were going to go on a date before uh, winter break. We are going to go see Queen and Slim. But then, so we're going to see the movie at 7, and... I'm like just double checking the details. I'm like, hey, are we meeting at the movie theater? And keep in mind, I send this to him at 5.45. Time's a ticking. He usually responds very quickly. Uh, also, we love men who can't communicate. He, uh, yeah, I get no, no response or like nothing at all from him for a bit. I like send a few question marks as I do because I'm like, I'm not going to leave campus if I don't know if you're going to be there or not. And so I sent, once again, I sent a few question marks. And then it's 7.05-ish, and I get a message from him. He's like, oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. I really messed up. I just woke up. Sir, you were awake two hours ago. Why are you taking a nap before going on a date? You're a part of the Marine Corps. You, have, you're, you need to wake up at, like, 5 a.m. every day, but you can't wake up for a date with me. You're going to sleep on me. So that's why we're going to call him Z-Quill. And then this dude really had the audacity. So he seemed really apologetic. So I was like, okay, like, we can hang out after winter break. There'd be, like, a few times, like, we would, like, quickly text over break. It's like, okay, cool. We were supposed to go on a date, like, two, three Sundays ago, whenever the last three-day weekend was. And, um, yeah, we had made plans to go out to get something to eat. And he's like, I'll let you know where. I'll keep you posted. I'm like, okay, great. Sunday comes around. I'm waiting to hear something from him during this day. I hear nothing. I don't hear anything throughout all the Sunday. So I'm obviously mad at this point because I'm not going to remind you that we have a date that you planned. He says something on his story. He's like complaining, oh, I wish I had a girlfriend and stuff. So I, I swipe up. I'm feeling petty at this moment. I throw a little shade and be like, if you want a girlfriend so bad, you know, why didn't you take me out on that date then? And he's like, oh, he, he tries to put the blame on me. He's like, but you're so busy. And I said, scroll up, sir, because I'm pretty sure we had date plans. And he goes on to say, oh my gosh, like, my fault. 
our conversations are so short, I just didn't remember. You tell me, so you sleep um, you sleep once, you forget the next time. As my boy Jermaine Cole says, fool me one time, shame on, shame on you. So that's, that, yeah, that's your bad. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. That's on me for even giving him a second chance if he fell asleep the first time. Big L on my part, clown behavior, recognize it, understand that. <laughs> oh, man. But then the next day, he sends me a message in the morning. This dude literally had the audacity. He said, hey, I want to take you on a date. He said, let me know when you're available this weekend. If I'm not busy, I'll take you out. He's saying if he's not busy making time for me in your schedule, the way I left him on red, I posted on my, sto my Snapchat story that day, knowing I looked good, waited till he saw that, and then I unadded him from Snapchat. Is that petty? Possibly. But don't waste my time. He's been wasting my time for months, and I can't take it. Overall, um, Tinder just full of a bunch of clowns who waste your time. Um, literally like going to the clown convention for free. Tinder really is a strange place. You know, it does make you feel good like when you match with people and everything. It's like, woo, like a little boost and everything. But the people who are on there, lots of them are just desperate. I'm finding, like, I'm, like, literally a lot of people are desperate. Literally matched with the dude. Two seconds later, he asked me, are you busy? Can I have your address? Sir, no. And then just started saying vulgar stuff. Like, I'm not, miss me with that. Like, don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> That's my take on Tinder. I mean, there's definitely some good people on there, but people I've been talking to slash met up, trash, clowns. Also, sorry, weird side note. I saw Remy from Ratatouille's profile on Tinder, so he's 21 years old. I mean, I feel like he's kind of my type. Like, as I was saying in the last episode, I really wanted him to, like, make some food for me. So I swiped right. But then we didn't match. So I'm like, does Remy not like me like that? Because I see him every day and I always make sure to say hi. And he usually says hi back. But like, he didn't match with me. So does Remy not like me? If I don't match with Remy on Tinder, I feel like I'm going to keep my Tinder account until I match with Remy. If I do not match with Remy, then that will just really elevate and show how much... I love life as a joke. But, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. On a more serious note, to all people who are on Tinder, remember to protect yourself out there, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people, although they might not be a visual catfish, they are a personality catfish, as seen by today's episode. Whoo, the shade. That's not even shade. That's direct skeeter. From this whole Tinder adventure experiences that I had, I realized I literally was in my bag two weeks ago. I was just realizing I, it's time to start validating myself because in the end, that's the only validation that matters. And that's the only validation that you can truly count on. You know, people in life come and go, but in the end, you're always stuck with yourself. So it's important to work on loving everything about yourself. You know, this was the body and this was the life that we were given. And the way things have been working out, like for me recently, I definitely believe that things happen for a reason. And honestly, I'm treating 
everything that has been coming my way as a learning experience and that's all we can do. All this will continue to help me to continue to build and work on myself, become the best version of myself, and live my best life. I'm gonna stop, I keep on saying people need to stop sleeping on me, but I need to stop sleeping on myself and recognize my own self-worth. I think this is a good place to end, but I also just wanna put out there that I might get a drastic haircut. I think I have the head shape for it, but we'll see. And when I say drastic, I mean drastic. Thank you everybody for listening. And just remember, you're a king, you're a queen, you're a mogul, and do not sleep on yourself. If you don't respect yourself and treat yourself like the royalty you are, nobody else will. I'll see y'all next time on These Views from the Hilltop. Peace out.